0: You're listening to the Just Means Less ACC podcast with your hosts Micah and Nick. Nick, how are we doing this evening?
1: Oh, I'm not ready for baseball to be over.
0: It's over, so you can't not be ready for it. It's already over.
1: I know. I know. I, I haven't. I guess what I mean to say is I haven't accepted that baseball is over. I'm in a weird predicament, Micah. The season went so long for us because we just both went to Omaha. Um, We had some teams in it. But I started to learn to accept it because football has been on my mind. Uh, I continue to look at the recruiting process over the summer because it's a big time. It's that time of year where a lot of the big-time recruits uh, commit to uh, their teams, their schools. And so I've been really hard on the NC State one because we have a ton of four-star wide receivers that we're looking at in state. So I'm looking at that every day. But I've also learned to accept it today because I see videos of the college players that we kept track of all season long already in their summer ball squad. So I see Jacob Cozart from NC State just killing it at the Stars and Stripes game and Ken Canarella and Josh Hartles up at the Cape league. And, uh, you know, a couple, one of the weight guys who we talked to Micah Pierman is playing for the disco turkeys again. So I've learned to accept it because the players that we followed are already in summer ball. So I'm a little sad, but you know, we had a great trip. How are you doing?
0: Did you purposely leave off the three guys that were probably the, I mean, you can't call them gyps because at the end of the day, every single person on the Team USA roster, like, I mean, you're literally pulling hairs to figure out who should not make the, the, the competitive squad. But you literally named the three guys that didn't make it from the ACC that was most surprising. So I was very surprised by your list right there.
1: <laughs> well, because the, on the FQ Wolfpack thing I follow, it's always Jacob Cozart because he's just hitting bombs this summer. But who did I leave off?
0: Well, no, 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 no. You're, you're missing. Kozar did not make the final Team USA roster. Neither did Canarella or Hartle. All three were there, though. Oh,
1: well, no, I, th- I knew Hartle was at the Cape Codley.
0: But Hartle was on the Team USA, like, roster stuff. He was there, and they cut him. They also oh. cut Kozar and Canarella. That's why I'm like, it's crazy that you named three guys that got cut in the first three games. <laughs>
1: I don't know, because, like, I'm a little confused on how the summer ball stuff works. So, like, the Stars and Stripes team, what is that that's being held at care? So,
0: the Stars and Stripes team was to figure out who's going to now play for the Team USA collegiate team. Like, in Durham, uh, Fayetteville, and one other ballpark, they're doing, like, Team USA versus Taiwan, and I think China or Japan, yeah. one, of the, one of the, or maybe all three. But they're bringing some of their best, like, same-age talent over and playing. in like, I know they're playing in Durham. I know they're playing in Fayetteville. I think they're playing one other place. Uh, Kannapolis is the other place they're playing. Mm. So, those guys, so for example, Jay Wolford from Virginia made it. Griff O'Farrell yes. from Virginia made it. Um, oh, Kurtz would have made it probably, but obviously he, he's hurt. Um, but uh, Massey made it from Wake. So, like, some guys made the cut, some didn't. Yeah, gotcha. it's not really, like, and again, it's just pulling hairs. It's just funny. Like, the, the one that was most surprising was Kozark because he was raking. But that's the problem was there was just so much depth in that position that, like, it kind of also didn't surprise me that Kozar got cut.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. Gotcha. Okay.
0: That was that was the whole thing. And <laughs> my favorite thing is the whole Jay Wolfolk thing. Dude, he has been pitching out of his freaking mind since, Omaha, like I'm pretty sure he's like he'll never say it, and it's not a like a actual fu to Brian O'Connor, but he's definitely like pitching so well that he's making all these UVA fans lose their minds because they're like, if we would have went to him against Florida, we would have went to him against Florida. So it's yeah. really funny um, that it's happening. I mean, good for Jay, obviously, but it's just really funny because like you know if he would have gotten shelled in Team USA, they'd have been like, ha, huh? told you. <laughs> But it's the other way around right now, <laughs> so. But no, I'm I'm good. My bank account's hurting. Um, same. But,
1: same. <laughs> but other than
0: that, other than that, pretty good. Um, you know, I'm not feeling the greatest. I, uh, Nick, guys, I I, I I went back to the gym. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Nick and I. I mean, I don't know about you, Nick, and this is really sad for me. I gained eight pounds in Omaha. We were moving a lot.
1: I actually lost a pound. I was gonna bring that up. Yeah,
0: but you also didn't eat Hardee's every night like my dumbass did. So
1: yeah
0: in, yeah. in the defense of you slash me, we were both pretty good diet wise. The difference was, was, I always had that one additional meal that I didn't need to have.
1: There was the so, Hardee's. There was the. And grant, like eight pounds. And I will
0: say that eight pounds. I drink a gallon and a half of water every day, pretty much. So I do genuinely believe that probably two or three of that might actually just be water weight. Cause my weight fluctuates every day by two to three pounds. Like it's, it's pretty nuts. It's depending on how hydrated or dehydrated I am in the moment. Like today I was dehydrated. I wore, I actually weighed four pounds less than what I'm saying. I, would, I gained eight pounds. So I'm probably, I probably gained actually three pounds, four pounds of actual weight, <laughs> but still crazy. But that I guess what happens when I eat Hardee's and Casey's pizza all the time. Yeah. Um,
1: I was genuinely shocked. I I got the scale like the day after I got back. I was like, oh.
0: See, I didn't do that. I waited a couple days too, so I also probably didn't help it when I got back here. Like, not that I immediately flipped the switch, but and also too, Nick. I mean, I think I sent you the picture of what I ate at that summer baseball game on the way home. That probably was two pounds of it by itself.
1: Probably.
0: (laughs) Like it was funny. I texted Nick that day, like, oh, we really got to get on the diet. And then literally my next meal is a funnel cake. Like, chicken sandwich, and, or like a waffle chicken sandwich with powdered sugar on it, and then a burger with uh, two Krispy Kreme donuts as a bun. <laughs> great, great for the diet, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, diet starts Monday, that's what they say.
0: Yeah, right. Well, anyways, I went back to the gym, and I thought it was a great idea. We used to do this thing called Arm Farm, Nick. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but basically, it's like a tricep, bicep, um, can be shoulders, but or forearms, so... I chose forearms because I did bench that day, but it's like a it's a circuit of three where you're literally doing three sets to failure of each exercise, like bicep curls, you know, obviously reverse oh, yeah, tri- triceps, said, yeah. all like you know, like we called it arm fun. I don't know if it's actually what it's called, but that's what it was called, you know, by our strength coach in college. Dude, I have not been able to use like I can't extend. I can, today's the first day because I did this on Monday. It's the first day I've been able to extend my arms all the way back out. <laughs> like my in like it weight wasn't bad doing the exercise, I mean I felt a little bit, but it wasn't anything crazy. The real problem was more so like the inside you know, kinda of like your elbow area mm-hmm. to your forearm, like oh dude, it was so bad. So so bad. Yeah. So anyways, I'm sore. <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> not too bad. But you know, I've been watching some great Appy League Baseball, so <laughs> you know, high quality stuff right there. But no, it's been good. I mean, and I wish I was still in Nebraska, but I mean, that's we really wouldn't be, we wouldn't be in Nebraska right now, even if, even if all would have happened. Well, maybe we would have been. Who knows? We may have gone on a full four day bender and just shut Rockos down.
1: <laughs>
0: but no, we're, 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 we're doing well. But I mean, you're leaving for Italy, what, Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't want to hear shit from you. You're literally going on another trip 2 days later. Pretty <laughs> much. So
1: i am still the thing is I'm still buzzing. Like I'm still also, buzzing
0: off the trip. Also Nick, I want to want you to, I want everyone to know that you hate America cuz you're spending the 4th of July in Italy. What an American patriot you are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have sense.
0: no comment on that one. I mean, the deli, that's like the, probably the best time for the deli to close, but it makes sense.
1: It's 100% <laughs> the best time to close. <laughs>
0: but, but still, anyways. Dude, I mean, I guess let's quickly talk. LSU winning the national title. I mean, to say that I'm surprised, I'm not. But I am surprised how it went down.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't expect I did not expect two flopsided games like that. Uh, it kind of. Put- whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. Those were not lopsided games. Those weren't even games. Those were batting practices.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess when you break it down like that, yeah, you're right. I just, I didn't expect anything like that. It kind of put a damper on the end of the World Series, which was like such, like from beginning to end, from Oral Roberts to TCU. Basically, up until, I don't know, I mean, game one was fantastic of the finals. But up until then, everything went downhill. Like, that that was a terrible way to end the World Series, in my opinion.
0: Oh, but selfishly, I was so thankful that it happened that way, Nick. Because the last thing I wanted to do would be sitting on my couch Monday night going, like... Because, again, selfishly, Nick, I... I mean, we, you had less of a debate than I did, but again, I had the rental car through technically Wednesday. Obviously I returned it early to get a little bit of money back, but like I had it till Wednesday, like, you know, I could have gotten a cheap hotel in Lincoln if I would only be going to Omaha, you know, for the championship games. And I found out actually halfway, (laughs) well, halfway to my stop point, like when you were basically on your flight, that I had free tickets to the championship games if I wanted to go. My friend that, you know, that I told you about that came into town, that works for Notre Dame, like she got free tickets to championships from LSU. So I was like, I could go. I mean, I would cheer for LSU over Florida. So why not? Right. So the last thing I wanted to have happen was, holy shit, I missed the greatest national championship series that I could have possibly seen. So, and especially after game one, I was really kicking myself in the rear because I was like, holy crap, if we get two more of these, I'm going to be destroyed.
1: <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot about that. That, you had, that so, you had those tickets waiting for you.
0: Yeah, so thankfully, I didn't kick myself. I was so thankful that, like on Sunday, you know, I went to, I watched some of the game and then went and watched uh, Matt Mitch, the UVA guy for Bristol and you know by then it was already what a 13 14 run ball game i still would check in and watch some of it on my phone because i was like oh the bases are loaded again for florida let's see what happens <laughs> and, and obviously on the flip side then on monday like i could just sit back and <laughs> enjoy it went for a walk for a little bit during some of it because like this is brutal so selfishly and that and again like selfishly too i mean Sure, it, it helps our narrative. We want to push that Wake Forest and LSU was the national title. But, I mean, it. I mean even LSU fans, man, on Twitter have been backing up that notion that, like, they kind of felt like the national title was played, you know, the nights that our, our rears were in the swab or the chuck, you know, for Wake and LSU. Right. So... But actually, before we – I mean, you can do a quick recap if you want to. I think we don't really need to spend time talking championship. We want to talk the ACC baseball in general. But what I do want to know is your opinion on what came out today. Did you see what happened with the whole thatcher Hurt thing?
1: I heard something about that, but I didn't look too deep into it.
0: Do you, well, want, basically. Me, do you want
1: to explain it to me first, or do you want me to get my recap on the final real quick?
0: Well, if you have a recap, there really shouldn't be a recap, but give us the recap first.
1: (laughs) Not not really much to say. I mean, like, I kind of was hoping LSU would win just because, like, okay, Wake lost to the eventual champions. Uh, I think I would agree with everyone else that, like, I had a tweet lined up ready to go on game one on my personal account that said, let it be known that Wake LSU was the real championship. I wish we got, you know, a seven-game series out of that but I decided not to send it because game one actually turned out to be a very good game that went into extra innings. Um, but yeah, I mean, LSU was really good. Skins, uh didn't get to pitch, but I mean, the bats were awesome for LSU. Um, you know, the, the, it, it was either going to be Wake or LSU all year. I mean, that's what it was. They were the only two number one teams all year long. Um, and I think the right, we had a correct, as much as I hate to say it, I think we did have a correct champion. I mean, they did beat Wake. So, yes. Um,
0: I mean, they were more talented than Wake. I mean, I'm not trying to insult the guys that no, we they love. Were. Like
1: they were. But, like,
0: we- we've got future first-round draft picks through that entire lineup. And, like, again, this is not a shot at the Wake guys. It, it, I, please, disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. But their underdog stories, like, you know, the Tommy Hawks, the – you know, Adam Cecilia, Lucas Costello was like Those guys in the lab You know, the JJ's That are that are studs But obviously have like a chip on their shoulder type story LSU's was a Cade Beloso Who is a Baton Rouge born and raised Bleeds purple and gold Like, I'm not saying that JJ doesn't bleed You know, black and gold It is not the same though As Cade Beloso right. It is not the same You know, of really half those guys and then no back to Rhett Louder or to, you know, Sean Sullivan or Seth Keener or, you know, any, like, Cam Manassi. Like, no disrespect to any of those guys. They are not the stars in terms of the recruiting world of a Thatcher Hurd or a Paul Skeens or a Tommy White or, <laughs> you know, a Dylan Cruz. Like, I, I can go on. You know, those guys, like, from a – like, they had – The stars, and they had the chip on your shoulder underdog story, which was even more impressive. For that underdog story, was kids that dreamed of from when they were three years old winning a national title for LSU. (laughs) Nick Kurtz. None of those guys grew up going, "I want to be a Wake Forest Demon Deacon," and that's okay. Like that's not a shot at those guys. It's just the story behind, like. Like you said, like, I mean, LS, like, if Wake would have beaten LSU, I think it would have been a testament to, like, the underdog development that Tom Walter and that crew does. The pitching lab, the, you know, the ability to see key talent and get D2, D3 transfers, you know, that can play. <laughs> because LSU is just a bunch of dudes that, from the portal, and, like, We'll have a conversation about NIL in a minute because I might actually have an opposing take than most of what seems our entire Twitter timeline. But they also had the kids, again, like Cade Beloso, and I'm drawing a blank on their stinking catcher's name, but he's from, you know, Louisiana as well. Like, you know, these kids that grow up. Like, we hear about it all the time in college football. Like, Brian Kelly is a match made in heaven for LSU because, like, you can literally walk into any Baton Rouge high school or any high school in the state of Louisiana and be like, "Hey, I'm from LSU," and the kids like, "I want to play here. I want to play for you." <laughs> like, it's the reason why at Orgeron, like, why so many different coaches have been able to win national titles there. Yeah, and then sh- everywhere else. Like, it's just it's just it's just different there. It is like it's. I mean, you you saw Nebraska. It's like Nebraska on steroids. <laughs> yeah. Just from the, the talent standpoint that's available to them. So, I agree with you. Like, it's not a shot at Wake. Like, Wake was talented enough to win it. But, I mean, there was, like, LSU, LSU had, and the best part is, is LSU had the ability to use the rent-free, you know, the, the, the bulletin board material of, oh, we're the number five seed. No one thinks we can win it, even though everybody, like, I'll give Jay Johnson credit. He was like, yeah, we, we didn't think we were an underdog. <laughs> like, <laughs> we thought we were the number one team in the country all year. There were reasons not to have us there. But, yeah, like that team was just loaded.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, just plain and simple, like from a talent standpoint, like especially when you talk about raw numbers. And, again, LSU had the story that Wake Forest had. Like the Wake Forest guys had the you know the chip on their shoulder, the whole we've never been here. It's been since 1955. We haven't been to Omaha. Where the LSU kids had, I grew up, Wanting like the ones that aren't the you know the five star prospects per se, are the ones that are like will literally die to be an LSU tiger. And I'm not saying that any of the Wake Forest guys wouldn't die to be a Demon Deacon, but you know they they didn't grow up you know oh, I want to be a Wake Forest Demon Deacon. Or Cade Beloso literally has been dreaming about winning a national title for LSU since he probably came out of his <laughs> when he was born. <laughs> so.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. I, I I see nothing wrong with what you said. I think I 100% agree. Um, yeah. It was a hell of a ride, though. It was a hell of a ride for that Wake team. I'm going to miss them a lot. Um, another thing that made me accept that it was all over was that, uh, I don't know if you know this, Micah, so the guys, not just Wake, but teams and guys that went deep into the World Series, over the last couple of days, are in New York doing their own MLB combine because that was last week in Arizona. Mm -hmm. So now the kids that missed out on it because they were in the World Series uh, are up in New York getting their MRIs, their physicals. So I know some of the weight guys uh, went up to New York that got invited. You have to be invited to do it. So uh, that made me also accept it, that like, hey, these guys, they're – off to bigger and better now. They're off to either get drafted, maybe see where they are, maybe go somewhere else. So, yeah. I wouldn't
0: say better because they can't have Dioli's breakfast every single morning, but That's I mean, eats their own.
1: That's true. That's true. They will miss that. I can guarantee you that.
0: <laughs> All right. She's cocky much. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I don't want to talk anymore. Honestly, what happened in Omaha? We we kind of gave those raw reactions. Right. I want to talk about current college baseball information. You know, obviously we have a lot that's happened from, you know, Duke able to lock down Tony Pollard. Tony, right? Tony Pollard. Yeah. Tony Pollard. Yeah. Let me show everyone watching his first name, but Tony Pollard, obviously staying at Duke. Miami hires internally, and I think. Some could say, like, "Oh, they should have done that from the beginning," and I agree. But at the same time, like, if you're Miami, why wouldn't you want to try to potentially get a guy who has proven he can win pretty much anywhere? <laughs> and you know, so Miami gets their guy, Duke keeps their guy, obviously, Wake keeps their guy. I mean, the news about you know Corey is phenomenal. It's you know, obviously him choosing to stay at Wake. Over, oh, I mean, this is not like. I saw someone get really pissed off because they're like, oh, like, you're saying Penn State can't, you know, compete with Wake. That's not what they're saying. If you're a pitching coach and you have the best facility for pitchers in the entire country, and, I I mean, again, I'm sure Penn State would have paid him more, but if I'm Corey, you know that there's a good chance if you can replicate this, which (laughs) I think the odds are in his favor at this point, You know, if you can replicate this for another year or two, that when, you know, similar to what happened this year with Georgia opening up, why would he not be the next call? I mean, Georgia literally just hired the LSU pitching coach. (laughs) So who's probably the next highest in-demand pitching coach in college baseball? It's probably Corey. Yeah. So why go to Penn State where there's not guaranteed success? And like, to be honest, and this is not a shot at the Big Ten, but... Even if he goes out and wins the Big Ten, his team's probably not going any further than a super (laughs) at this rate. So what is the point? And like, you know, I don't know if you know this, Nick, but Penn State's facility is phenomenal. It's where, you know, for a while there was minor league baseball. Now it's that league again. But like the State College Spikes play there, it's a really great facility. It's very similar to what Oregon kind of had set up. So it's a very good facility. But like, again, Wake Forest, there's so much momentum. There's so much coming back. And like yeah, it, it just made sense, so that's great for Wake. I want to talk though.
1: They extended Walters to today as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean I thought that was coming. I didn't think he was leaving. I mean Yeah. I, I think that and, and pretty clear. I mean we we kinda heard it when we were in when we were in Omaha when he had that little like you know, powwow at the Deacon Rally or whatever it was called, you know, in uh, at dj's dugout but you know the investment that wake's about to give is about to be nuts like yeah i mean if i'm wake like i know wake like hates to be compared to vanderbilt <laughs> do vanderbilt right now <laughs> like make baseball your next like That's i love steve Forbes. Saying, dude I love Steve Forbes. I do. I know there's a ton of money in college basketball. But sometimes you got to see where you can really shine. Because North Carolina and Duke are never going to put baseball before basketball. And in North Carolina's case, probably football, too. Right. I don't even know if Duke will. State clearly will not put baseball. No offense, Nick. But it's kind of clear y'all just don't care as much about baseball as you say you do, I think. You know, from the standpoint of you're still spending a lot for, you know. And again, I don't necessarily disagree. I mean, football is the money revenue generator. Like, I will never say that it's not. But if yeah, I'm like, weak, why would you not want to attack it with a little bit more of your percentages?
1: Right.
0: So, again, I'm not saying NC State doesn't spend money. I'm not saying Duke doesn't spend money. Because they're going to spend money. It's just, if I'm weak, like, let's just say that we're using 100% of your budget. Instead of giving 10% to baseball, give 15 Right. Or Duke's giving 10 and and Carolina's giving 10 and State's giving 10 Like, why not? I mean, again, like you, we talked about it, I don't think it's confidential, but you know, the hitting lab's coming next. <laughs> Just, if they can stay above the curve, man, you know, people in Winston-Salem have taken notice. I was talking to my, I don't know if I ever told you this story, Nick, but one of the account executives for Wake Forest, like ticketing, I hired him at the ACC. Then, unfortunately, you know, COVID kind of killed all that. <laughs> but I had hired him, and he's actually now my rep for football, which is really funny. I was talking to him, and he was just like, "Yeah, dude, we're we might run out of seating tickets for baseball before we even hit like 2024, which has never even been a question." Because I asked him, I "Was like, hey, like?" I, like, I told him, I, like, I probably want to come to, like, three or four games next year. I probably can get on the guest list, but I don't mind supporting if they're not going to be too bad. What is it going to cost? I know it used to be 75 bucks or whatever it was, I think, for a full season for GA, and then, like, 125 for, you know, reserve with, like, a donation. I was like, is it worth it? He's like, dude, I'm telling you right now, if you if you genuinely want a good seat and you think you might come to some games, you probably should. And I was like, and, like, he's been pretty frank with me before about, like, should I or should I not? You know,
1: <laughs> right.
0: So, because he knows obviously my situation, so I mean that's that's awesome stuff coming out of Wake. So obviously there's a lot of that to talk about, but I really want to spend some time talking about NIL and the transfer portal because, I mean, obviously it's it's affecting all of college athletics. But I, I don't know if how much you follow the news, Nick. Probably probably didn't see it, but Dion Baseball picked it up. We at ETSU had to do some changes with baseball too. Um, this the the baseball transfer portal is a nightmare right now.
1: Yeah, it's insane. Quick shout but, out to Tennessee. You're going to be the new national. You're going to be the 2024 national champs. Just so you know.
0: I won't go that far. But no, I, I I have a take though. Why do you say that? Because they have the the catcher from Wake coming in or from State coming in.
1: Yeah, I mean that that's going to be the trend. You take state star freshman, you win a national championship. So I'm going to call it right now. Tennessee's going to win the national so, championship.
0: Here's my cry out to everyone that's mad about NIL and mad at these SEC schools. I think you're directing your anger at the wrong school, the wrong place. Cuz you know what baseball's problem is? Like you know, do you know what 11.7 like that you know the podcast I talk about that has the shirt you know why they're eleven point seven?
1: Yeah, I know them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah.
0: Well, you know why they're called eleven point seven?
1: Oh, actually, no, I don't know why. I that is exactly that.
0: that is how many scholarships Division One baseball programs have eleven point seven scholarships. And per fun program? fact for you, per program, that is the cap.
1: Oh wow!
0: So now do you see why everyone's going? It is not because, you know, the SEC, sure, are they buying players? Sure, yeah, whatever. But in the defense of every young man that is in the portal right now, they just want their schooling paid for. Dude, I'm telling you, if you feel comfortable talking to your Wake guys, ask them how much scholarship they have. I guarantee you not a single person, even Rhett Lauder, has a full ride. I guarantee it, at least from baseball alone. Like, Rhett's probably on a full ride because he's smart as hell, too. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah
0: but like from a baseball there's not a like a, dude, on a full ride scholarship to LSU he is when you factor in his NIL deals but as much as it annoys me that the SC has that money I'm especially in baseball dude I am all for it these kids should like Tommy White Tommy Hawk Tommy whoever <laughs> if you are good at baseball You should not be paying to go to school because then you can just go to the draft and play ball and get paid to play ball. That's why so many guys used to just go take the minor league money because they're like, oh, I'm paying for school. I might as well at least make a shit money, but at least I'm in the majors now or the minors now. Like this sport is so far behind. Hey, don't get me wrong. I don't think there should be like, oh, like it's a free range of scholarships. I think 11.7 should still be the minimum you can offer to be Division One. But let schools like Wake Forest or NC State or Carolina offer more. Put a premium on it. Now it's not becoming like. I, I bet you, Nick. And I could be wrong, but I wouldn't be surprised. It would be easier for Wake Forest to get scholarships donated for baseball. An NIL money for baseball.
1: Oh, 100%. Wait, yes, yeah.
0: Like, a lot of these schools in the ACC, even like a Vanderbilt, it's easier because, like, for example, if I'm a car dealership in Winston-Salem, I don't mean any insults to any Wake Forest baseball players, but who am I, if I'm a car dealership, if I have to give thirty grand to Tommy Hawk or thirty grand to, I don't know, Someone that, you know, let's say Sam Hartman, right, for football when he was there. I know he's gone now, obviously. Mitch Griffiths, that's the way we're using a current player. Who am I going to spend my money on? Where if I'm a loyal supporter of, like, me, let's say, Nick, I was rich. I don't own a business, but I, I lucked into some money. I could donate a scholarship for the next 10 years, let's say you know, a full ride scholarship. It can be broken up however coach wants to use it, but I could donate it. I'm more likely to do that than throw it into an NIL fund and figure out who it goes to. That's the thing. Like if you're not a businessman, when you throw money into the NIL pool I mean I'm gonna Nick, I we'll talk about this offline, but I have you know Ben Chase, you know the gentleman that did the whole coach ball crazy tour thing this past uh, yeah, fall.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know if you know, but he's the director of NIL at Florida. <laughs> Like he got, he had scored a job with Florida doing NIL because he was a law school student. He was smart as hell. Mm-hmm. He's him and I have kind of chatted. He might come on the show if we're, we want to have him talking NIL. And I think we want should probably invite Josh on too if, if he wants to come on. Josh Strickland because obviously he does you know the Wake Forest side of things as well. Right. But like you know, fact like learning all about all that is important, dude. It's it's like just from the ETSU standpoint, man. Like seeing how hard it is to get a collective figured out at our level, like, you know, again, it's it's not, everyone thinks, oh, it's just so easy, and it's, everyone's just a race to the checkbook. I mean, again, pockets are deeper in the SEC. But in the defense of these young men, this isn't a bidding war where it's like, oh, I'm on a full ride whether I go to Wake or I go to Clemson or I go to Georgia. And then I just which back I get the bigger ones. Half the time it's these guys just trying to be able to, not be in debt when they graduate college so i'm not gonna fault these kids right like i mean i'm you saw the dms we're not going to expose what was said about billy amick and clemson but what i will am willing to share because i think it's kind of common knowledge is he's not on a full ride at clemson so, he's trying to go somewhere that's going to give him the most scholarship money. And if he can get an NIL deal that pays for the rest of it, fantastic. Can you fault the kid?
1: It is a little surprising that, like, because you're, you're talking about, in, in Billy's example, what school is he at? He's at Clemson. You would think that those pockets would be deeper at a program oh, like sure. that, and they're not. Wait.
0: But you, but you also have to think about, too, like, again, the difference between a scholarship and an NIL.
1: Right, yeah. At
0: Clemson, man, the NIL bu- bucket is big. It is. But depending on how it's set up, because each school is different, you might be throwing money to the NIL pot, and it's going straight to football.
1: Exactly, yep, yep.
0: Where a scholarship is obviously going straight to the baseball player. I bet you Cam Canarello is maybe a half a ride, and Billy was maybe getting a quarter of a ride. And can you blame Billy for not wanting at least a half a ride? Mm-hmm. And can you honestly blame, you know, Coach Backus for saying, "Ah, I need that scholarship, that other half, or that other quarter." Like, sorry, Billy, but I got to be able to have other kids come here. I can't just recruit them with no scholarship. Like, it, it, dude, baseball's just messed up like that.
1: It's sad. Like, it, I, I, it is. It, it, so I, like, you're, you're opening my eyes to this because like I knew baseball scholarships are especially full ones are hard to come by. Like I, I, you, you brought up Rhett. I would be surprised if Rhett was
0: the, I, I would bet my entire savings account that Rhett ladder is not on a full ride baseball scholarship.
1: Right. And the only thing that makes me feel like he could be on like any type of whole schooling pay for it is because you're right. Rhett is extremely smart. Like he's a bright, bright kid. Um,
0: yeah, but, this whole well, baseball thing doesn't pan out for him. He'll be think fine. Any
1: baseball player on at least Wake's team right now is on a full scholarship because, yeah, it, it, it's all football first. But you gotta like you know, like we say, Micah, the game is growing. You know, this is becoming a popular thing now. I mean, did yeah. you see? Did you see the total viewership in the World Series at max at the its peak? The World Series got 4 million viewers. And the game and sucked. <laughs> when, when Wake and LSU play, I, I don't remember if it was the first time Wake played LSU or it was the Louder Skeens game. It was the Louder
0: Skeens game was the biggest one.
1: Yeah. well, Whatever one was the same day as the NBA draft.
0: Yeah, that was Louder Skeens.
1: Yeah. Okay. That viewership was 2.002. The NBA draft was two point seven. Yeah, they're less than 700,000 viewers away from beating the NBA draft. Like, this game is growing, and I think you know, some things need to start catching up, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, in the defense of like, you know, all the people that were tweeting at you know, Adam Ciceri, right? I love the guy. Hope we get him on, you know, when you get back from Italy. Yeah, and Luke, and even Lucas, like, these guys
1: the other day and wants to come back on.
0: Yeah, like, Lucas. And Adam, but we'll use Adam specifically, right? He's graduated from Wake. I don't mean any disrespect to Adam. I don't mean any disrespect to Tom Walter. Adam Ciceri can get the same amount of money that he's getting from Wake, if not more in scholarship dollars, somewhere else, work on his degree somewhere else, test the draft next year if he wants to after he's done with his last year of eligibility, and play the game he loves.
1: And Micah? I can tell you that you are factually correct because he's already getting offers. I'm not going to say, I don't know from who, and I'm not going to say the number amount. Yeah, but I can I mean, tell you that you are 100% correct that that is happening as yeah. we speak to Adam's
0: series. Because, because at the, again, like I said, like it's not like he had a full ride at Wake. And it's not like he's going to get it probably a full ride anywhere. Again, that's not a shout I'm Just the whole landscape of college baseball. So you can get the same amount of money, if not more, it potentially more. get, and, and I'm like, and let's be frank. And again, this is not a shot at Adam Ciceri, but if I'm Adam Ciceri at Nebraska or Adam Ciceri at Wake, where do you think NIL deal is going to be bigger? Nebraska. Exactly. Adam's a hell of a ball player. Why? Like, Nick, I try to think about it from my perspective as someone that played, again, D2 lacrosse, not the same thing. If I worked I had three years of eligible or two years of eligibility left because I didn't have COVID year, but I was hurt two years, so I had two years of eligibility left. I thought about transferring somewhere else and getting my master's in playing. I wasn't gonna stay at my school. Because that the whole point of life is to have to see new things, experience new things, build new bonds. I guarantee you there's not a single guy in that Wake Forest clubhouse, roster, coach, staff member that is mad at Adam Sisiri right now. The other people that are mad are the people on Twitter that don't understand what the hell is going on.
1: No, and it's – honestly, like when I heard it, like I, the last thing I said to Adam – We were Adam, just bummed.
0: We were just bummed. That's all it was from yeah, our standpoint.
1: The, the last thing I said to Adam when he got off the bus after they lost, I was like, go kill it in the big leagues. And I didn't even think that it would cross my mind that – he had another year of eligibility that he went to go get his master's and it all makes sense. Like this was supposed to be Adam's draft year, but he's been dealing with an injury since late March. Like he was on a tear. He was up with Brock and Nick in terms of Homer numbers and RBIs. But then Lucas is playing in, in his spot and then he has to slowly get back, get back into the midweek games. And, you know, he's eventually starting in the world series, but it makes sense why Adam is doing it. You know, it, this, His stock obviously went down.
0: And it's why Lucas is doing it. Because like we talked about, Lucas is probably going to see where, like, he's going to feel out where it sounds like he might get drafted. But why not throw your name in the portal while the window is open and see that, hey, if the draft doesn't work out. Because again, my frustration goes, everybody thinks that these kids are making decisions. Like I get pissed with NIL and college football. Because it literally is who can get the biggest paycheck. Because they're not paying for school if they're good at football. Right. But that's not the case in this sport. These kids are grinding their ass off. Like, you know, they are trying to earn every fucking penny they can get. And if you have a problem with that, sit in their shoes for a minute. If I said, hey, man, you can pay ten grand a year to go to this school, but loyalty... Or you can go for free when you factor in your NIL deals and play just as much, if not more. Tell me what the hell you're going to do. Mm. <laughs> and if you tell me that you would stay for loyalty, you're lying. <laughs> right. Because then you are just not smart, to be frank with you. <laughs> because there's a difference between loyalty and stupidity. <laughs> Sometimes you got to figure out where that line is, and I think you've crossed it if you stay.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, everything that these kids are doing... like. Sure, man, does it frustrate the living hell out of me that the best, like your best player again, Nick, and of all schools to go to, it's the school down the road that I can't even stand. Yeah. But I don't blame him. And, and everyone's like, oh, it's a shot at NC State. Is it though? Well,
1: so in, I, I'm i going to rebuttal on that. So the reason why Cannon did, he came out and said it had not, I, he could be, you know, being nice to State, I don't know. But the reason why is because Cannon wanted more playing time, that catcher. And Cozart is a better catcher overall than Cannon is right now. Cannon might be a better hitter, but I think State ended up just going with the better catcher and a guy who can still hit really well. So I think Cannon was looking to be a full-time catcher instead of No, for sure.
0: And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, everyone's saying it's NIL. It's this, it's that, it's the other. And, and it's, it's like with
1: Canada. It wasn't.
0: And, I mean, again, I, I rebuttaled on that tweet. It kind of blew up. So, shout out to me. I'm proud of myself. But, like, that Diamond Vols account, that's a big Tennessee baseball account. He's bitching about how they're losing Chase Burns because of NIL. The f-, f do you mean, buddy? You have one of the best NIL games in the world. Can you blame Chase Burns that he was supposed to be a starter and then gets thrown to the bullpen because they don't trust him enough? And they, like, I mean, like, it's honestly, man, I'm shocked that Jay Wolf looks not in the the portal (laughs) for the same reason. Like, you want to be something that you're currently not with your current coaching staff, and you can go get paid somewhere else, either more or equal? Why would you not? That's the whole point of this, man. I understand the whole development thing and all this stuff. But I don't want these kids to rot. I'm not saying Cannon would rot. But, like, if he wants to catch, let him catch. I mean, it's funny because uh, the kid that's potentially backing him up, Nick, is actually on this Kingsport team that I help out with. And I haven't talked to him, but, like, I've, our broadcaster and I were talking. He obviously talks to him all the time. When that happened, he was, like, oh, he thought he was going to be the starter. I don't want to insult the kid that plays for Kingsport, but, like, he was a true freshman this past year, and he did not play a lot. So if you're Tennessee, why would you not want a kid that wants to catch, can catch, can hit the living shit out of a baseball? Like, it's a win-win for everybody. And I'm sure he's getting a better bag at Tennessee than NC State, but he might not be, man. He legitimately might not be. Because he might be getting less scholarship money at Tennessee, or might be getting more NIL deal, but he's going to do what he wants to do. Like, that's what's crazy is like so many people, again, they combine football and baseball. Because a lot of times, you know, if you're the quarterback, I still don't follow a quarterback if they've been a backup their whole life to want to transfer out to be a starter somewhere else. But at the same time, like it's not purely just competition at this point. Like sure, you can say, oh, well, Cannon could try to out-beat Cozart. Dude, if you know that someone's better than you and you can't get the game reps to get better, why would you not, if you had the chance to get the game? like, again, yeah, not to insult the ACC, but catching in the SEC is going to look really good on your resume. And if, it, like, if you're trying to develop as a catcher, being a starting catcher in the SEC is not a bad way to develop. <laughs> you know, it's not like he just got a bag from Liberty who's got NIL money, but it's Liberty.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I just... Uh. In the, in college baseball itself, I am not anti-NIL. The portal is still a disaster because there's just too many names in it. I think there's just a lot going on. Like For example, at ETSU, we have a few guys in the portal that I'm like, I mean, no disrespect to those kids. I don't think they're going to find homes, man. Or they're not going to find better than what they currently have at the minimum. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong for the sake of these kids. But just the logical adult-ish, I'm somewhat of an adult, I mean, I blew away all my money in Omaha, so am I really that much of an adult? Probably not. But, <laughs> you know, from my opinion, like, I don't know, man. But, at the same time, like, let these kids try. And at this level, the best players, man, like Cannon, any anyway, as NCAA fan that's mad at him, you do you, man. Choose to be an angry old fart or keyboard warrior, but... I guarantee you that this kid is doing the right thing for himself. And in a way, man, it might be the right thing for NC State. Because sure, you just lost Cannon. You just lost, like, selfishly, you know, if, you know, Kozar goes down, holy crap, dude. You just got a stud sitting in the wings to catch. Yeah. But now you have a roster spot open, probably some scholarship money open, some NIL money open. Trying to replace a bat, man, there's a lot of good bats in the portal right now. Let me tell you what. If you're trying to replace a DH basically, I know that's not that's a shot at can' I'm not but that's kinda of what he was for NC State. Then guess what? You can find that a lot easier. You know, everyone's mad at Tennessee, all the NIL this, the NIL that. Dude, they just lost one of their future arms to the portal. And I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> like They just lost, like, a stud. It'd be like Keener entering the portal for Wake. That would kill. (laughs) Right. Like, and in a way, like, from a draft standpoint, like, Burns can't get drafted yet. So it would almost be worse than Keener because, obviously, like, you know, Keener could technically declare for the draft. So I just wanted to get that out there because it just frustrates me that everyone's trying to rip these kids and rip the way the sport works and the sport is, is is wrong but it's not in my opinion because of nil currently it's because of how the scholarship setup is and just the sport in general because you know again like for example dick fun facts for you we at etsu had to technically cut roster spots for title nine purposes or we didn't actually cut roster spots did you know that if you play a fall baseball game So, for example, right, you know, a lot of times in the fall, your roster's a little bit deeper Mm -hmm. because, you know, obviously you're trying to figure out who you're going to cut because you have 35 come springtime. We would rock, you know, 48, 50 in that ballpark and then cut some kids. But if we play a fall game, anyone, not just we, not just ETSU, but if anyone plays a fall game, then that counts towards your Title IX roster spots. So it's either don't play a fall game, and bring all these kids in or play fall games with thirty-five kids. Which again, at some at some schools you can get away with it. Like you could get like if you're Title IX compliant, have a bunch of women's sports, you don't have to worry about how many kids you have for a fall scrimmage or whatever. But that's just the sport, man. It's a it's a very ugly sport from that standpoint, from an NCAA standpoint. And you know, again, the NIL is is a problem, sure. But I really don't think it's as much of a, like, the only school in the country that I think could double up the money of any other school might be LSU. And I know people want to say, well, that's not fair. But honestly, man, if I'm one of the best kids in college baseball, I don't know if LSU is just for the bag at this point. (laughs) Like, we saw it in Omaha. There is no better college baseball fan base than, than LSU. I'm sorry, Wake fans. I know I'm probably pissing you off because Little of Force—they're better than any school in the country when it comes to fans, man. They ran Omaha. Like, if it weren't for the fact Nick, that the steak was good and we didn't have gumbo at every single restaurant, you would have thought we were in Baton Rouge.
1: Yeah. So,
0: like, there's a reason. Like, yeah, I'm sure Tommy Wake got a bag from LSU compared to NC State. But where would you rather play, Nick, if you're the best third baseman from a, like, desire standpoint in the game? Do you want to play in Raleigh in front of 2,000, 3,000, the Doke? Or do you want to play in front of 11,000 Alex Box?
1: Yeah, you make a fair point, man. Like, and that's not a
0: shot at NC State. That's not a shot. Like, LSU is just that much different. Like, I don't like all the ass. We saw on Twitter, we saw some of the worst. But you cannot tell me, Nick, that 75% of those people are amazing. Because they know ball, they love ball, they respect their opponents. I gained so much respect for LSU.
1: No, they were, in Omaha, they were great. They they were, you could talk with any of them, talk baseball with them. They loved the story about Um, They You you never got into, like, a Confrontation. Yeah, no I mean, there's
0: some shit talking, but no that's college hockey. baseball, man. Like, yeah. it's sports. You're, you're supposed to do a little shit talking.
1: Yeah. So
0: it was never disrespectful. But, like, you know, that is why, like, again, I want nothing but the best for these kids, man. People were tweeting, like, Adam Ciceri to LSU. I doubt that's actually happening. But if Adam Ciceri goes to LSU and starts for the LSU Tigers, gets to play in front of 11,000 where there's actual seats in the outfield where Adam Sasiri can show his personality to fans – Hell yeah, I'll go buy an Adam Sestere LSU Tigers jersey shirt tomorrow. <laughs> like, I'm all for it. Yeah. So I just wanted to make sure that my standpoint is very clear that I am pro player on this, and I think that anyone that's taking a shot at these young men, or even at these schools, like I mean, again, I, I have no problem with what LSU and Tennessee are doing. If, they're, if their NIL collectives want to put money aside just for baseball, that's better for the damn game. We want to grow the game, don't we? Like, yeah. I know everyone's talking about, oh, the SEC dominance, it's so bad for the sport. Then wake up the rest of the country.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: Like, Stanford's in Omaha every single year. Why? Because of all the Pac-12 schools, they give the most about baseball. Nick, I don't know if you heard some rumblings. Again, we're an ACC podcast. Oregon is supposedly about to invest $60 million into baseball over the next Holy
1: couple of years. Holy crap.
0: Why? Because they saw what happens when they pack PK Park for a super regional.
1: I mean, yeah. yeah you, you you don't <laughs> have to go back far in terms of an ACC team that did that. You saw it with NC State. after. We
0: just saw it with Wake
1: first. Yeah, you see it with Wake, too. That was going to be my other example. With State, when they went in 21 – and then they just so happened in that same year played Mississippi State in football. The AD, all the baseball coaches, everybody, they went and toured Mississippi State's baseball facility, which yeah. arguably is the best in the country. Yeah. I mean, that stadium is like a AAA ballpark. Dude, it's so nice. <laughs> and they, it's insane, that stadium. Uh, yeah. And they got their ideas, and that's what they're doing at the Doke right now. And if you don't want same thing with wake
0: yeah. you don't want to take it seriously you don't want to take it seriously that's your that's your prerogative man like as a virginia football fan that's sitting back going yeah when you look around the rest of the country and even the rest around the acc we are spending and and like sure they're investing in the master plan but they're not investing as much as the other schools then you're going to get what you like, you're going to reap what you sow and that sucks as a Virginia fan. But I'm not going to give up my Virginia football fandom because of it. Just accept the reality that we're probably never going to win a national
1: title in football.
0: But I don't think that was going to be the case anyways. Probably not. Like, <laughs> dude, Omaha was amazing. We had the perfect... I mean, the only other thing that I would have loved to have had, and I don't mean any disrespect to Stanford, would have been maybe Oregon instead of Stanford in Omaha. But we had the perfect amount of fantastic... Like, We had the small fan bases, but, like, so invested, so dialed, so passionate that it didn't feel like they were small. I know I was about to take a shot at Wake Forest, but it is what it is, Wake. You're small. All robbers is in that same category, though. Smaller fan base. But every single ORU and Wake Forest fan there, man, was into every single pitch their team played. Yeah. And they could they could talk ball, they knew ball, they loved ball, they didn't care who was playing, they wanted to be in Omaha. It was beautiful. And then you've got, you know, a large fan base in Tennessee, the best fan base in college baseball in LSU. You've got, you know, again, a really, really good fan base from the standpoint of, you know, for what their size school is, TCU showing up. You know, Virginia, eh, and Stanford, eh, But the people that were there for Virginia and Stanford know and love college baseball. When I was there last year, Nick, when it was all SEC, everybody was invested in baseball and loved baseball. But this year we had the perfect variety because we had the big, we had the small, we had everything that I think you could imagine. Again, Oregon or Oregon State would have probably been my only, like, can we replace them? Stanford, and that's because also, too, I've been to Omaha three years in a row, and that's the only team I've seen all three years.
1: <laughs> so,
0: I'm ready for a palate cleanse. Yeah, yeah. But, dude, I mean, this sport is growing. I don't think it's changing. If LSU goes and wins four straight titles, I'll revisit this take. All old takes expose me. I'll do the whole thing. I don't think that's going to be the case, man. And if Tennessee wins it next year, Then guess what, Nick? I know it's really bad for the ACC, but, Nick, I don't know about you, but that tells me that you should just open your eyes if you want to be good in baseball because it tells you that it's not dominated by one school. Yeah. Like, it's Georgia and Alabama and Ohio State and Clemson pretty much every year in football, right, over the last – like, from a national winning standpoint in the last ten years. That's four different schools. College baseball has four different in the last four years. They went five different in the last five – like (laughs) – If Tennessee wins it all like you're calling, right? That is four different national champions in four years. We haven't had that in college football in, what, 15 years? 20 years? Yeah. That's not bad for the sport. Sure, it's one conference. Well, then wake the hell up, everybody else. Give a shit. Everyone that's all like, oh, it's the SEC. They have so much more money. The Big Ten's not that far behind. And how many teams have been in Omaha in the last four years? Oh, that's right. You hear the crickets chirping? Weird. It's not all about the money, man.
1: <laughs> and you're you're a you're hundred percent right. It it actually is making me go back because I did want to make one point uh, before we started talking about this with the wake stuff and uh, getting up to standard. So you're right. It's right. It's a variety of teams in baseball, and that's fantastic. I think college baseball has the best, in my opinion. I get it. March Madness is the best playoff system there is. But my this opinion – so This is so much better. Because it's so much better. So much better. You get all these teams. I love the double elimination. I love it all. Right? Omaha, the only thing I
0: don't love is the NCAA rule about letting the number one overall seed be the road team in back-to-back games against the lower-seeded yeah, team.
1: Yeah, but... we, we do need to fix that. You know, the NCAA – there's always a flaw in something. Trust me. <laughs> um, I love how in Omaha there's always – it's always a different eight you know maybe some teams repeat like stanford or like
0: you. Know, literally stanford was the only team that was in omaha this year that was there last year
1: yeah the only one the only one and i love that i love that we get a variety and i get it it's one conference that has been winning in the last 10 something years like i you, i saw that video you retweeted on our Podcast account, and it's just nuts,
0: you know. Yeah, I mean, besides, besides Virginia and Clemson or Clemson, she's coastal, like it's pretty much been the SEC since then, yeah, or with with all that, I mean, like over the last 10 years,
1: yeah, exactly. And if it's not, it's like, you know, Virginia or coastal, that's like a southern based school, which is kind of funny to me. Um, but so my point is, let me, I'm trying to get back to my point, the ACC made strides this year, right? We got two teams in Omaha. We almost made the final. Uh, We had, what, eight teams make the regionals. Like, we got better compared last year. But we are just now – I mean, we're a there. – there is no – the SEC is the standard, right, because they are getting these teams, winning national championships, all that. While the ACC is there, we still have work to do. It just reminds me of, like – you know, NC State Baseball, they're just getting up to standard. And that's just not good enough when you've got Wake. Like, NC State Baseball is kind of like what Wake football is right now. Nick, Nick we the, two teams,
0: about... the two teams that were in Omaha are above standard. So we're in so Omaha yeah, this they,
1: those two teams, yes. Yes, you're 100% right. Those two teams that we have in the ACC that made it to Omaha – are above the standard. Wake's got the facilities and they made strides this year and they got to the World Series. Virginia Virginia has the facilities. Virginia does have the facilities. They get the best talent. They have the national championship and they are the most consistent ACC team. So it's like the other ACC schools and you know not just the ACC, the Big 10, they need to get up to standards. NC State is still behind. Yeah, we made renovations to our stadium that we should have made 10, 15 years ago. I compare it to, like, Wake Forest football. Wake football has finally made it to bowl eligibility every year, can get up to 10 wins, can make the ACC championship. That is, I guess, quote-unquote, the standard, and they have surpassed some of that standard by making the ACC championship. My point is that teams, programs, the ACC, and not just the ACC, but all these other schools, this game is growing, and the SEC schools are growing along with it without any growing pains at all. With some of these other schools, like NC State, like uh, Georgia Tech, all these other ones that should be there, are dealing with the growing pains and rushing right now.
0: and. I mean, at the end of the day, man, it's about commitment from the fan bases. It,
1: like, that's another thing. You're like, right. like yeah. I'm, like I'm not, I'm
0: not trying to insult NC State or North Carolina. I'm not trying to be that guy. Sometimes you need a reality check, dude. Tennessee's ballpark. I've stressed it a thousand times. It's all over Twitter. Lindsey Nelson sucks. Yeah, it is a terrible place to watch a baseball game. The right. Doke is better. Boschmer is better, or I think it's Boschmer, right? Maybe it's Boschmer, but U- Boschmer.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's it's better than what Duke has on campus, but I'd rather go watch a game at DBAP or and the DBAP. they
1: they've committed to renovation
0: Yeah, I mean Tennessee has too. Like they're about to drop a bag too. But like you know the difference between Tennessee and North Carolina and NC State. Tennessee is playing a midweek game against Wofford, and I can't even get a flipping ticket, dude. Where NC State's hosting North Carolina or Florida State in a Friday night. And sure, the best seats are gone, but there's still a couple hundred seats available. Right. And the ballparks are the same size, so I don't want to hear, oh, we have more. No, no, you don't. (laughs) No, you don't. Actually, I bet you the ballpark at Lindsey Nelson probably holds a little bit more.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: So, you know, it's, it's it's just the level. Like, you know... Wake Forest fans just started to show up at the end of the season, like, and by showing up, I mean filling the couch, not just like, and oh, it's sixty percent full.
1: You you could put a date on it. Probably the series, they woke no. up and the no, no, year, the no, since Boston College,
0: no, since Boston College, they showed up for the they showed up for number one versus number three. I'm sorry, that doesn't count. That's not showing up. That's oh, you have a top five matchup. Of course, you're going to show up, Nick. If I threw a top five matchup in your lap in any sport, it's going to be sold out. Showing up is when it's not an attractive draw. It's not the headline news.
1: Okay, fair.
0: Tennessee showed up for Lawford. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally Lawford played at Wake on a weekend and they had 50% capacity. That's the difference. Yeah it's not a shot at Wake because again they showed up down the stretch but that was what end of April right They host? I think it was April 29th if I remember correctly that they hosted Wofford yeah so that's after the Coastal game I think it was actually the same week if I'm not mistaken I think the Coastal game was the midweek game yeah that was like the whole thing right. was like that was the big game because they didn't have an AC series that weekend
1: yeah yep
0: and one team's fan base showed up on Wednesday night for Wofford, and the other could even show up on the Saturday for Wofford. Again, yep. there's differences. I understand Wake's a smaller school, small everything compared to Tennessee. But, but Wake now Forest fans, Now,
1: now but, Wake has woken up the community. Yeah, now. Yeah, we,
0: we know they can do it. That's what I'm saying. Like This is my cry to you, Wake Forest fan. I know that you can be there. Hell, Nick, I'm half tempted to buy scene tickets for us next year. I know you can still go for free. And we'll just give them away at the freaking deli if people will actually use them. I just want people there. Because we know they can do it. We know people care. Dude, literally every person that had their ass in the couch for the Super Regional, I think had their ass on the, at the Chuck in Omaha. They can do it. NC State fans can show up. We know they can fill Carter Finley when they're 8-4 every year in football. They can sure as hell fill the Doke. Carolina fans can fill literally Carmichael for women's hoops. They can fill the Dean Dome for men's hoops. Even when they're pretty bad, they still fill it. They can fill Boshimer. Duke can fill their small little on-campus ballpark. (laughs) Hell, Boston College was selling out games down the stretch. If they can do it out in Brighton, Mass, they can do it anywhere.
1: Yeah, that's a great example. of Boston College like, can do
0: it. Like, we can do it. We know we can. This isn't a shot at, oh, we're terrible. No, we have the ability. I mean, I can make a shot at Virginia until about midway point of the season. Literally, Disharoon Park wasn't filled up. But Virginia Tech was filling that ballpark. Like, some of the worst teams, and by worst teams I mean air quote, worst teams in college, like in the ACC this year. Like, dude, I went to a Louisville game on St. Patrick's Day. It was 31 degrees, and that ballpark was just as full as a beautiful 80-degree Rhett Lauderdale against BC. We have struggling baseball teams that can fill their ballpark and we have great baseball teams whose community, like Wake Forest, is bought in now. Don't give up. Don't let... Oh, well, it's a new year. I mean, again, I don't expect the couch to be filled on February 17th when they host High Point. I get it. It's not the most attractive draw. It's going to be chilly. I get it. But come April, when Wake's hosting Virginia Tech... I hope the dish, or the dish, geez, the couch is 90% full. And the only way my butt can get into the game is if I'm willing to sit on a non-backed metal bleacher down the right field line. We can do it, ACC fans. We can be, like, Vanderbilt's a small school. They sell out every game. We can do the same thing here. At Wake, at State, at Carolina, at Duke, at BC. The only school we all, honestly, right off from ever truly selling out a ton is Pitt. But even then, they could probably do it if they wanted to. We're right there, man. (laughs) Like, this was a great year. We cannot backtrack. Like, Nick, I I want us to do around the clock, like, obviously, like, not every single day, but, like, at least once a month, check in on the status of college baseball, even in football season. Why? Because we should. The SEC does it. Why can't we? The ACC is the Olympic sport conference, man. The ACC is an Olympic sport conference. I know that's a terrible take, but let's just be frank. We've always been proud of our men's basketball, our men's lacrosse, our cross countries, our tennises, our golfs. Why not baseball and softball? Why not us? We've had, what, three, four different representatives in Omaha the last three years? That's, uh, Second most of any conference in college baseball. Sure, the SC has us beat. But we're right there. Let's make it where it's the ACC and the SEC versus the rest of the country. So anyways, that's the my ACC spiel. The ACC
1: and the Big Ten versus the rest of the country in football.
0: Huh? Huh? Those it the ACC versus the Big Ten and the rest of the country.
1: No, SEC in the big. Oh, did I say ACC? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's why I'm I was sorry, so no, confused. I was SEC like, what? SEC Big Ten. Yeah. And the
0: rest. So I'm saying, why can't we be that in baseball? Yeah. And the answer is, we can. There is no we can't. <laughs> it's we yeah. can't.
1: I, 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 I Micah, you're, you're getting me fired up. Like, I already want it to be next season. <laughs> I, like, I. I love this. We got I, fireworks. I, I I,
0: I'm. I'm going to interrupt you. Um, but we got fireworks being shot off that I can physically see right now.
1: Yeah, I can which is probably right not
0: on. the probably not the best thing because you know we have I don't know about you, Nick. We got that hell of a wildfire fog right now, so it's only going to make it worse. So, way to go, dumbasses. Um, but it was kind of cool when I had that momentous speech. We got fireworks at the end, so I mean, I'm not saying it's, a sign, it's a sign, but it's fun. Yeah, that, that that was perfect
1: timing. <laughs> by you. So Definitely
0: not, I promised not planned. That was very unexpected. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, but I I I love this conversation because I want I want more. I want more. Like we got so much out of this baseball season. And I don't know if it was it, it wasn't just wake. Like wake no. was an awesome story and we were really close to those guys and we saw the couch go from, you know, a 1000 people the opening day to overflowing in the super regionals like and people going up to omaha we saw people paying two hundred
0: dollars to get in the door
1: Yeah. (laughs) yeah like we we have the proof we've done it we can do it at the smallest power five school in the nation we can do it the acc we can do it so the the fans the nil the scholarships the everything in the acc like we are a couple of steps away from having, you know, national title contenders every year and beating beating the SEC in national championships when it comes to baseball. Like, we are right there. I hope and I pray that this momentum that we've built this season just continues to go and go and go. And I love the idea. Once a month during football season, before, you know, maybe in January when we, you know, we're kind of the deep of basketball and we're, you know, starting to eliminate teams from making March Madness. Let's throw in some baseball. Let's keep growing the game. Like the game doesn't just stop growing because the season's over. Like, let's keep doing it. Like we've, I think you and I have built so much momentum. We've gained so many followers just talking baseball. Why don't we just keep doing it? like, who, who the hell cares what season it is and who
0: cares like the thing that that has me fired up nick is like you know when we've talked football i love talking football i can yeah. talk like i know it's different for both of us nick you care a little bit more about how many people listen how many people follow us because like you're hoping to use this to you know send yourself into some sort of media you know lifestyle like in terms of your career i don't give a shit if anybody listens I don't give a shit if anybody follows us. I don't care if anybody listens to me. They can think I'm the biggest idiot in the world. I love talking football. That's why I've always done it. But basketball season, man, is always so tough for me. I just don't care. I don't. I'm willing. I've said it numerous times. Like March Madness is fun. I enjoy. I, I can go to a basketball game and have fun, but I don't get invested. I don't really care. I can't tell dude. I couldn't even name half the roster for Virginia, and there's 10 guys that play on any given night. But in baseball, I can give you the whole starting lineup. I can give you the depth all the way through the bullpen. Who the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, midweek guys are. I loved it, man. I want to talk it. It can just be me talking it, Nick. I don't give a shit. When you're in Italy, I'm probably going to record a baseball podcast without you. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> like, because I, I just enjoy it, dude. I mean, I, I'm going to these Apple League games. I'm working them. And yeah, like, are they, like, the most riveting thing ever? No, I'd rather be in Omaha. But they're still fun. I've always loved baseball. I should have just played it in college and not played lacrosse. But, you know, I just loved playing lacrosse more than playing baseball. And it's just, dude, I, again, I'm just, I've loved it. And, dude, we have a sport. Baseball is such a sport where... You were, like, you know why we got so much love from the families, wake are from the wake families, Nick. I know, like obviously, they came into the deli. They like you. You're a good personality. You're a good human being. So of course they're gonna like you. We you know why they actually kind of listen to our shows, interacted with our tweets because we gave a shit. Yeah. And there's such a lack, like the people that are up there in college baseball. Like this is not a shot at Steven Shock, but. If Steven Shock existed in college fo- college ba- uh, college football, he probably wouldn't even be 10% of what he is right now in college baseball.
1: Yeah, like I, I, that that is because, so perfect because because if you said,
0: care, if you love it, people want to talk it.
1: That that Steven Shock comment you just made is just so perfect because someone said, like someone did retweeted his you know, his 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 video that made him him when he was still with Virginia, the Dippin' Dots video. Yeah. Someone said, someone needs to get this guy into college football like ASAP. And I quote tweeted it, my personal account. And I said, no, this guy needs and is, he is college baseball through and through. Keep this man in Protect college him. baseball. Protect him. <laughs> Protect him. Like, we have enough college football personalities we don't need any more, okay? We got the big game boomers and the, and the Brandon Walkers and uh, Paul Feinbaums and whoever. Steven Schock is baseball through and through. Let's keep him.
0: And baseball is such a beautiful sport because comparatively to football, comparatively to basketball, physicality and the pure just physical side of standpoints matters the least amount. In football, if you have six foot eight, 300-pound athletic offensive linemen, and you have Stetson Bennett as your quarterback, you can win a national title. I don't know if you heard, but they've won back-to-back with him. Right. In college baseball, you can have guys like Rhett Louder, Josh Hartle, Sean Sullivan, Seth Keener, who were, I mean, I don't know how the college baseball, Like, I don't know what they were ranked, but I don't think any of them were five stars. And they're pitching because of development, because of analytics, because of stats, because of numbers, like, at the level of guys like Paul Skeens, who literally, Paul Skeens landed at Air Force. A Paul Skeens-type athlete in college football does not land at Air Force. Yeah. Our sport, this sport, not our sport, this sport is so beautiful in a messed up way. (laughs) Like, it is so great. So, we can keep going on with this. But, Nick, I mean, I still think we need to do a full debriefing of all the ACC teams. And I might end up doing those myself, maybe. Kind of just going through the stats while you're gone. just for content part. It's kind of what we do with the, the regionals. Like, I'll go by Duke season recap for 10 minutes. Virginia for 10 minutes. You know, work all the way down to Pitt, BC, so on and so forth. And maybe I'll save the wake one for when you're with us or whatever. But I kind of want to have those guys on with you, obviously, later. But... I just want to I'm glad we talked the status of AC baseball we can keep going we have a lot more to talk about but is there anything else that is not breaking down Omaha breaking down team seasons that we want to talk about because I think this podcast was a better debrief from college baseball but reignite the fire remind people that the season's over but like you said Nick your butt can go a Whatever it is, is it going to be truest ballpark or truest whatever at this point? I don't even know what it's called. At the dash ballpark, we can go watch the disco turkeys and some Wake guys and some other guys. I've got six Appy League teams within 30 minutes of me, an hour of me, that I can go watch some guys. You more likely, I have people listening. to This can go watch some sort of ACC or even just Division One college baseball this summer. If you're afraid you're going to lose the flame, go watch them. And the beautiful part is you can see these freshmen and sophomore kids that maybe didn't play in your lineup that are going to be the next, like Tommy Hawk, Lucas Costello, Adam Ciceri in your lineups. Where they may not have been. Yeah. I guess I'm saying you can watch the draft. And then guess what? Most of these teams play fall games. Most of the teams allow fans to come in. It's not like basketball where they're closed-door scrimmages. If you find out that Wake Forest is playing ECU, I know Virginia and ECU play each other all the time, so I should have said Virginia ECU. If you find out they're playing in Charlottesville on a weekend, you can probably go for free and watch them fall ball if you want. The only time you really can't watch them is December and January, but do you really want to be outside watching baseball in December and January? But at that point, you're in talking season. You're three months away from first pitch. You should be amped up anyways. (laughs) Right. Like, there's so much to keep this going. I just wanted to make sure that we made it very clear. And then, obviously, I just wanted to make my point about the NIL stuff. Because, again, I, I feel like that can ruin people's opinion of the sport. And it's okay to love an imperfect sport. Because college football is imperfect. Hell, the NHL is imperfect. The NBA is imperfect. All of them have some flaw in them. And college baseball is, I don't think, is NIL again. It's just the scholarship situation. But if we show that it's worth more than 11.7 scholarships, dude, then guess what? It'll get there. If baseball becomes, like, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, basketball is 9.8 scholarships, and they have, what, half? Less than half? Or more than, yeah, less than half? The amount of, I guess, whatever. I'm trying to figure out how that would be phrased, but Again, there's 35 guys on a college basketball or college baseball team, and 15 on basketball, so 20 less spots, but only at one, one and a half scholarships less. Like, if it gets to the point where it's popular, dude, it's gonna get there. Yeah, it's gonna get there. And you know, we saw it in Omaha, man. Again, of the three, I, I'm not gonna count year one because that was like the first year, obviously post COVID. So from that standpoint, I don't know how to judge that one. But from the standpoint of last year to this year's Omaha, man, the, the, the attendance is so much different. It was so much better. Like and, and, and it wasn't bad. Like It was all those SC powerhouses. But it was just so much better this year. So build off of it. Next year, I want to wear Nick. When we're trying to go to the day games, we can't even buy club seats for 20 bucks. <laughs> I want yeah. it to be every game sold out. It's going to suck for our bank account, but if we start saving now, we should be okay. <laughs> right. Like, I already told Sierra, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be in Omaha next June. So, just plan on me not being here. <laughs> and I actually, Nick, I didn't tell you. I got us a hotel already.
1: <laughs> Shut up. No, you didn't.
0: I did, too. And I have to pay for it. I have to pay for it until, like, a week out. <laughs> so, I booked us a, nice, a little nicer hotel. Not greatest, but, because, like, obviously, like, the ones that are downtown are still 400 bucks, because they obviously know what's coming next year. But some of those hotels that are all, or, it's not even so much a hotel, it's more of like an Airbnb, it's a Verbo. the Hotels.com and Verbo are now like together, so you can book them on the same site. But anyways, like, yeah, I, I have a, I have a reservation for two weeks in Omaha next year, so, <laughs> like, if you're not coming, my buddy Tom said he's probably coming, so, I mean, I don't need you, Nick, but I'd like you to be there, so... But I mean, you know, dude,
1: after the week I had up there, I I would love to go every single year. I know it's well, never.
0: Guys, like, Nick Nick only had a good time because he met a girl. He didn't have the audacity to actually talk to her for more than like two minutes. But he met a girl, so he's in love now, guys.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, um,
0: I can't wait for her to come into the deli. Oh
1: and my you God. you okay, text so me about okay, it. A little too deep here. <laughs>
0: See, guys, I I wasn't lying because he would he would have denied everything I just said if I wasn't saying that he was in love.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I would love to go again. I mean, I don't think I was talking to talking about it with my you know my family after they asked me like how was it? Did you like you know have the time of your life? And I absolutely one hundred percent did. I kept telling him, but you know, and they agreed with me on this. Like, they almost took the words out of my mouth. I'm never going to have the experience I had like I did this Omaha because just the connections I had with the players and the parents and, Nick, you know, going Nick, up with you was just like, I, I don't Nick, know which one of my Nick, friends you say that,
0: with me. Nick, you say that. I promise you, as someone that said that after his first College World Series, I promise you it's not out of the realm. You can't tell me that in two years – if Wake Forest, cause, dude, Nick, I'm going to be frank, unless like the baseball player, like unless you guys just start like your quality of chicken parm start going to complete shit, which I don't think's going to happen. <laughs> you know, the baseball guys are going to continue to go as long as there's at least somebody that's on the roster from the year before that's coming back. Yeah. So no matter what, man, these relationships, they're not going anywhere, Nick. Like you're like guys are going to leave. Willing to bet you pretty good money that you and I, hopefully it's Seaver. I think it's Seaver, Seaver King. Yeah, might be boys good. next year. It's going to be you and Danny. He's just replacing Danny for you. Like yeah, I, I guarantee you, that, I, I guarantee you, these guys, man, are going to. You're you're not going to lose this relationship. And guess what, Nick? Maybe in three years or two years, not only is Wake there, but I'm with you because Virginia's there. And oh, by the way, your alma mater's there. That's not out of the realm of possibility, dude. Yeah. Hey, like, I, I, as, some, as someone that went, like, my first year in Nebraska could not have been more perfect. I don't know if I told you how 2019 went, but, like, I was living in Florida, obviously, in 2019, right? And the one time Virginia, like, literally the only time that Virginia has been to a New Year's Six bowl game ever is the one year that I live two hours from that bowl game. My first year in Nebraska, my favorite school makes it to Omaha. I never thought it could get better, dude. I really didn't. And guess what? It got topped this year. Damn. Will next year be as good as as, as this year? Hopefully, hopefully, Wake State, Virginia, go next year. Or maybe they. Do. And we're we're cheering for BC or Duke or somebody new, or we're, we're getting on board to Indiana State making it to Omaha. Yeah, but, but okay. Not every year is going to be this year, but I I just want you to know, man, don't, don't rule out that this was it, man, because it's not it. Like, your ride with Wake is not even close to done, Nick. This one is, this, this chapter has closed. Unless you leave Winston-Salem, Nick, and I don't think you're leaving unless you have the greatest opportunity ever, which then at that point is worth it, the next chapter is going to be written and it's going to be just as good. It might be different, but it's going to be just as good. Damn, that got me amped up. <laughs> like I'm just being honest, man. Like no, you're right. You're this right, this dude. trip, you know, Nick. I don't think you realize. Wh- you know why I was so hesitant about obviously the trip. Like obviously financially, that was a concern. We are we're both hurting right now. We are. Like let's just be frank. But I was so nervous because, dude, I had done it, and this would be year three. I've done two years, and like year one was like I thought was the peak because my team was there and I lived so close, and I had a free place to stay, and then last year, I didn't really have any rooting interest, but the one team that made it from the ACC, I literally knew the ticket person, so I'd have to pay for their tickets, so I was like, all right, we've peaked, we have another at least, you know, nice, like, plateau, right, of this is awesome, I'm here for Notre Dame, when they're not here, I have a friend that works for the Huskers, like, you saw it when the MC interviewed you, you know, or was getting ready to talk to you, you know, for the game that you did. I said, hey, my friend Katie says hi. And he, like, lit up. He was the one who left me free tickets last year when it wasn't a Notre Dame game. I had connections then and a free place to stay in Lincoln. And obviously that drive wasn't super close, but I also wasn't going every single day. <laughs> so I wasn't, you know, completely, like, killing my gas mileage. I was like, okay, yeah, like, I didn't think that this year could be as good as those, man. Because I was like, oh, it's going to be so expensive. I'm going to be thinking about finances the whole time. And, like, what if, like, I mean, honestly, the potential worst-case scenario for me, minus Wake just going 0-2, pretty much happened. (laughs) My favorite team is the first team done after heartbreaking defeats. And then, obviously, the team that I was hoping to be there through the end for didn't even get to the pinnacle of what we were hoping to see and it was still 10 times better than anything that i've done and the best part is that i know that if virginia and wake make it next year if virginia wins one game more than they did this past year it's gonna probably be better than this year there's so much upside and like i said i made the joke with you i was like man i almost almost wish virginia wasn't here because at least then, like those first couple days i wouldn't have been miserable <laughs> From the sad fan standpoint, obviously. I was actually miserable. But, like, I mean, you saw me after the Florida game. I was down bad. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, I was so mad I didn't even know what to say.
1: <laughs>
0: so, and, I, and obviously, as everyone who listens to the podcast knows, I don't shut up. So, if I have nothing to say, I'm probably down bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, <Nah>, screw you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But <laughs> you weren't supposed to agree. No, but, like, seriously, Nick. Thank you for, A, convincing me to come, but, B, like, let's not, like, this isn't a moratorium. This isn't a reflection of the past and, oh, we'll, you know, we'll try to replicate. We will replicate it. We'll get better. Dude, I have templates now for graphics that we can make. I've got, you know, we have, people are starting to know who we are. Like, yeah. did you see that the, I, I say, I make one great comment about the kid that's coming in from Wofford, the catcher, Cameron Gill. Connor? Cameron? I don't know. But anyways, Gill from Wofford. Kid, dude, is a copy and paste Bennett Lee. Copy and paste. Discipline hitter. Not the greatest of numbers. Sound defensively. All I say is that kid is going to be like he has a lot of upside and we get a follow from him. I didn't follow him. He follows us. That's We're insane. building rapport, dude. I tweet about Matthew Buchanan from Virginia and how hey I'm here to watch him. He follows us on Twitter now. I didn't follow him. He followed us first. We're starting we're obviously we're not D one baseball. We're not eleven point seven. We're not even college baseball nation. But we're gaining rapport. And I genuinely believe and I think people are seeing it, Nick. That we give a shit. It's not like, oh, we're just doing this to get clout and to get followers and to make money. Hey, we're not making any money off this shit. But be like, <laughs> we actually are passionate about it. So it's only going to get better. Like, I'm excited, man, for come February when ETSU probably plays Virginia Tech and Clemson and maybe hopefully some other ACC teams. Or, like, you know, maybe I can do a weekend series in February because we don't play a ton of weekend series at home. I can go watch Carolina or State. Like, Nick, I've already started a debate in the in July, seeing if we can do a facility tour at Wake, seeing if we can do a facility tour at State, see if we can do a facility tour at Carolina. Like, there's a lot of things I'll send to you later that I'm talk like thinking about potentially trying to do, and they're all in the realm of the possibility because people know who we are. We actually give a shit, and we know. Again, we're not experts, but we know we can have a conversation about college baseball and not sound like a dumbass. Yeah. Or if you and I have a conversation about college basketball, like I'm surprised people even listen to the college basketball podcast. Cause like they probably listen to just go, how stupid can Micah sound? <laughs> or in college baseball, I can actually talk it. I, I genuinely believe and know what I'm talking about to a point. Obviously I'm not like a VLO expert or played division one baseball. So can, Get you into the mindset of a V1 baseball player. But I'm excited, man. That's all I've got. Floor is yours for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> if there is much more. I mean we probably should wrap it up shortly, but floor is yours.
1: <laughs> um well thank you. That actually made me feel a lot better because I, I I didn't want this to be the peak. It, it is gonna be memories I'm not gonna forget. Like I kept telling my family. even if NC state makes it and they win it all, I'm not going to have those personal relationships. Like, I think the only thing that could top this is, you know, if my kid is playing in the college world series, but you have just convinced me, like if we want the momentum to continue in the ACC, then I think I need the momentum that I built for myself to keep this thing going. So thanks for the pep talk. I did need that. Um, Let's see, what else do I have? Uh, Nothing really else, man. I mean, it was a hell of a ride. It was such a fun season. I'm glad that, um, you know, we built what we built, and it's only going to get higher. It's only going to get better. Uh, again, another thank you to everybody. Shout out to the fans that followed us, the players, the parents, uh, not just at Wake, but, you know, we had I- – I've had – A couple of Georgia Tech parents DM us. I've had, you know, Clemson players interact with us and see State players interact with us. It's all been awesome. Uh, I only want it to continue to grow. And I love the idea of just, you know, once a month, you know, it, it, it could be the third Saturday in October. And, you know, we're talking, you know, somehow Alabama, Tennessee comes up on our podcast, even though we're an ACC podcast we talk about college baseball and the state of it, you know? Um, yeah. I can't wait to be back on with you soon. I know I'm going to be gone for about two weeks. So uh, I can't wait to do like our little recap. And I think the dust will kind of settle a little bit when it comes to where players are going from the transfer portal. If they found a spot because I know the last week has been hectic with that. Um, other than that, no more baseball for me, but Nope, that's not true. That's
0: not true. When you're in Italy, man, 11.7 podcast-owned Dimitri plays in a professional baseball league in Italy right now. I think you need to go to a game. Go watch some Italiano baseball.
1: That sounds interesting. That sounds very interesting.
0: I'll get you a schedule. I think you should go. Okay,
1: that would be funny. That would be really, really funny.
0: And you got the disco turkeys when you get back, so baseball ain't done for you yet
1: either. Yeah, I know. I can't – I mean, A – Shout out to them. They followed me on Twitter like a year ago or like six months ago. Or yeah, I so they actually
0: follow me. Now that I think about it. Now that yeah, you mentioned really, that. I think they do yeah. follow me.
1: Um, got <laughs> uh, I can't pronounce his last name, and he's gonna hate. He's not gonna hate me for it because he knows his last name is really hard to pronounce. But he's uh, brutal. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he's been getting us fired up for the Disco Turkeys. They're they're opening up at Bowman Gray Stadium, which is you know, the polo grounds, basically. It's like... Whoa,
0: whoa, 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 They're, they're planning out, like, Bowman Gray? Yeah. When?
1: Uh, July. Uh, it's, like, early, early. It's, like, I'm going to be gone, unfortunately. I think it's, like, July 6th or something.
0: Dude, I need to know that date. I've always wanted to go there for an event because, like, I just... I mean, again, it's it's a NASCAR race track. It's a college football stadium. And you're telling me they're going to play college baseball there? Yeah. Dude, I'm actually going to try to go.
1: It's like 290 to right or something. And then like like 40 to left. I don't know. It's insane.
0: Oh, talk to me dirty.
1: Yeah. It's like the polo grounds is what we're talking here. So uh, I can't wait to go to some of those games. I'll go to some Dash games. Shout out to, speaking of the Dash, shout out to Eric Adler. Uh, One of the pitchers from Wake Forest last year just got called up to the dash from Canapolis today. So I texted him, congratulated him. He's excited to be back in Winston. Um, I know that his girlfriend um, is working at Novant Health for a year, so that works out for them. So I'm happy for both of them because they're both very nice. They're both uh, very genuine, good people. Uh, Eric is the man too. Uh, I know he kind of wishes that he was – on this ride with this team, but I think he made the right decision to go pro uh, last last spring. So going on him, uh, congrats to him. And then, uh, like I said before, just like some Twitter stuff, I already shared it with you, Micah. I got some Twitter ideas that we can do uh, throughout the rest of the summer. I know we'll be previewing football come early August. Uh, the NBA draft just happened, so I might be doing some kind of little history of the ACC and their players who got drafted since, you know, I won't do since expansion because there's not a whole lot of different players from every team since the ACC expansion, but something I've been dabbling with and I can't wait to do it. I might do some tweets like while I'm on an eight hour flight. So we'll see what happens, but uh, I need some Mount Rushmore ideas from you, Micah, from different schools. Just a little hint, hint. Uh, I think we should X that. No, you don't think well, we should do that? I don't know if you saw, but the
0: ACC has been putting out their own version of it. I really don't want to copy and paste them. I know it seems to be. I don't like to be the one that does the the exact same trend as everybody. Oh, it's, Nick, 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 had to Nick, down Nick. For
1: like
0: a month. They're doing like I mean, they're doing more like okay, tight end, but they're going through like basketball. They're going through, like they're going through positions. And, like, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. I don't know enough about who should really be on the Mount Rushmore of Pitt or Boston College.
1: Well, Pitt, I could tell you, should be Larry Fitzgerald, uh, Dan Marino. So, Jerry's going to go all football? What? He's going to go all football? <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. I'm trying not to go all football. I can't, believe, I can't believe you forgot Tony to Dorsett. You forgot Tony Dorsett,
0: but you said Larry Fitzgerald. That's kind of messed up.
1: Oh, Tony um, Dorsett, um, that's a good one.
0: I literally have. That's funny. You said picks. So I have a Mount Rushmore in my office. That's like a promo, like thing that they did for football. I'll send you a picture of it tomorrow. It was just like a sample, in okay, case so we want to do one at ETSU? But, anyways, we'll talk about it. But that—that like that, that, that was the only—that was the only one I think I might X because I guess again, I just don't like for Louisville. It's just, I don't. The only one, only way I'm willing to do it is if we say only during their ACC era. But then, like you have a really shit list for some of these schools because, like, you're going off of the last what ten years? Yeah. <laughs> so it's not fair. But we'll see.
1: We'll that see. Does suck. I had that written down. For we have so plenty. Long.
0: Of, we have plenty of other stuff to do too. So we'll. Yeah. We'll 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 get it taken care of. Maybe we'll just do a podcast with a small. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But. Yeah. Regardless, it was all great ideas. But that's all I've got, Nick. I'm ready to hop off here. Um. You know, obviously have fun in Italy. You'll, you'll be missed. Uh, I'll have to have conversations by myself now, which makes me sad. But, you know, it's cool. Whatever. No, I'll definitely
1: a, listen to them.
0: And I, I'm sure I'll end up in Winston-Salem while you're gone. So, you know, obviously another time I go to Winston-Salem without the that'll only be like the third time this year. You know, so heartbreaking <laughs> stuff right there. But I guess life's unfair. Mm-hmm. But. As always, Nick, thank you, but everyone listening, thank you seriously from the bottom of our hearts. We couldn't, it obviously makes it a lot more fun when we know people are actually listening on the other end. (laughs) It's not just us talking. So as always, it means less NIL money and uh, go ACC.